Building Faith Podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to chrisreese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. As Christians, we hear so many messages about loving others and forgiving and forbearing. And while these are wonderful Christ-like commands that we should obey, the question is, do they apply to all people all the time? Now, look, I'm not advocating for malicious, cruel treatment of anyone, but you can run into a problem when you forbear under people who God specifically instructs you to avoid. In fact, there are several types of people that Scripture tells us to avoid at all cost. Not transform, not reform, not conform to, but stay away from. Well, hey, my friend, my name is Chris Reese, and I want to welcome you back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast, where it is my hope to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. So if you are not already subscribed and maybe have left a rating on whatever platform you listen to this, I would greatly appreciate that. It really helps to spread the message and help others. So today, I want to break down the five types of people that God wants you to avoid at all costs. Type number one is bad influences. Look, don't be deceived, my friend. Bad company ruins good morals. You can find that in 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Now, God doesn't say that you can't spend time with non-believers. I mean, otherwise, how would you witness to the lost? But you must be careful to ensure that you are the influencer, not the influencee. That guardrail that you think you have in place to protect against your friend's bigotry or your coworker's criticism can easily fall to the point that you can't even tell the difference between what they think and what you think. Remember the famous quote from Dan Pena, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Type number two, false teachers. 1 John 4, 1 reminds us, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. And John, and 2 John 1, 10 follows that up with, If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take them into your house or welcome them. In today's world of tolerance, we often write off demonically inspired behavior as just different. But scripture is clear when it says that not everyone in this world has good intentions. Your job is not to reform a wolf into a sheep. It's simply to avoid them. Type number three is divisive people. One of the most damaging sins to the body of Christ is gossiping. Since most people love a juicy piece of gossip, you can become party to this destructive sin with just a little curiosity. But be careful of people who want the 411 so they can pray better. They are really just gossipers in disguise. Also, beware of people who pretend to be happy for you but are secretly envious. Beware of people who just tell it like it is but are really looking for a good argument. And beware of people who come across wounded but are so easily offended. These people and many more have one goal in mind, even if they don't realize it to sow division. Titus 3, 9 through 11 is crystal clear when it commands this, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. As for a person who stirs up division after warning him once and then twice, 
have nothing more to do with him. Knowing that such a person is warped and sinful, he is self-condemned. Wow. Type number four, Christians who profess but don't confess. There is a pervasive problem in the church today. Christians who attend church but live a worldly life. And these people profess to follow God but don't confess their sins before God. And with the Holy Spirit in you, you may sin, but you're not going to be happy doing it. It will be a battle. And if a Christian is continually living a life of unrepentant sin, I've got to be honest with you, I question if they're truly a Christian at all. Now, please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that people that are sinning aren't Christians. We're all sinners. But I'm talking that if somebody claims to be a Christian and they are willfully sinning and they're under no conviction, they are not turning from them, I really do question whether they are truly a Christian at all. So how are you as a follower of Christ supposed to handle these people? And many would say, oh, we'll just love them, you know, lead by example, bring them to Jesus, show them Jesus. But 1 Corinthians 5.11 says, but now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater, reviler, drunkard, or swindler. Not even to eat with such a one. I don't know how much more clear it can be. Type number five is proud people. Look, pride is a badge of honor in our society, but it flies in the face of biblical truth. And as a Christian, we are called to be humble, and you should spend your time with other humble people, not puffing up the proud. And those who like to take credit and exalt themselves will be humbled under the mighty hand of God. Be careful that you don't get swept up in that kind of company. 2 Timothy 3, 1-7 sums this point up perfectly when it says, But understand this, that in the last days there will be times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, appeasable, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, wait for it, avoid such people." For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at the knowledge of the truth. Now, at this point, you may be saying to me, well, Chris, that's a lot of people. How can I possibly avoid all people like this? I mean, they're everywhere. Maybe it's your so-called friends or your coworkers or even those in your own family who cause you to question their motives. And while you certainly want to be a light in this dark world, when it comes to people who have an influence over your life, please reconsider any of the aforementioned folks. They will be a Trojan horse that enables the enemy to wreak havoc in your life. Follow the biblical command and stay away. At the very least, guard your heart. Now, as a Christian, you may feel like it's your responsibility to love the narcissist so that they may change. Yet, I want got news for you, my friend. Your love can't change a narcissist. But 
there is something that can. And that's why I want you to consider subscribing because next week's episode, we are definitely touching on that topic. In the meantime, I want to invite you to grab a copy of our free Toxic People Survival Guide. This is my free gift to you to help you identify and deal with all the difficult people in your life. I will go ahead and include a link in the show notes, or you can jump on over to chrisreese.com and grab that valuable resource today. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith Podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisreese.com. While you're there, help us keep the Building Faith Podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.